Hey guys, we've had an incredible time bringing back Always Open. It's been so fulfilling to share the show with you all and to have you be part of the conversation and to talk about issues that affect so many people in a candid and open manner. We wouldn't have been able to make it without you and your unwavering support that you've shown us. With the year coming to a close, we wanted to let you guys know that we are going to be putting Always Open on hiatus for the foreseeable future. This was our decision as we don't want to spread any of our cast and crew too thin, and we are focusing our efforts on other productions moving forward. The current landscape for content creation is really tough to navigate, and sadly, we are growing limited on resources to spread across multiple projects. So we hope that all of our episodes over the last seven years have inspired you to have an open mind, to be kind to one another, and to be kind to yourself most of all. We are so grateful for your years of support and excitement for what we do and hope that you will continue to enjoy everything we do at Rooster Teeth and beyond. We love you guys. Thank you for being here. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Always Open. We're so glad you're here and happy December. I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman. And with me today, we have two wonderful people, starting with Miss Jessica Vasami. Hello. Happy to be here. Welcome back. And appearing for the first time on Always Open (laughs) as... My fiance, Trevor Collins. Thank you, thank you. Oh, oh. Also, applause, applause for Jessica too. I know you, the way you said that. I was like, I wanted to applaud, but I also was like, it was like nice and quiet, so I didn't want to. Yeah, it was nice and quiet. Crew. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> Woo, Jessica. Woo. You had me in the first half. Not gonna lie, I was like, I think I've been on a couple times. Did I just dream that? But then, yeah. with the title as my fiance, the drum roll that came in mm-hmm. silently. Well, you're talking about how when you're in a relationship with someone, yeah, and obviously, like partner is a very common term people use now, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but traditionally, it's like boyfriend girlfriend, mm-hmm. and then fiance, yeah, and, and fiance, then, and then husband wife. Yes. And so each one of those, until husband and wife, the woman has the longer title. Like girlfriend is longer than boyfriend. And then fiance as a woman has two E's versus the male fiance, which has one E. I did not know that. I just learned that right now. A lot of people Um, don't know that. No, it's it's, uh, (laughs) because it's French and the effeminate words usually end in an E. And so they just tucked another one at the end of it. They just tucked it in it. Just Do you know that right true? Yeah. No, oh, it's okay. it's it's uh, the fiancé with one fiance. E is the masculine version. It's the same word, mm-hmm. but it's the masculine twist. So it doesn't end with the feminine E at the end of it. Mm. Yeah. That's true. I, t- I think I knew that. I, I definitely that. think I you know. knew that. You know more French than you. <laughs> oh, you okay, keep yeah, pretending you, you, you don't know have. any French. You oh, should have. Montreal. Montreal. Oh, Montreal. You went to Montreal. I know. I did go to really? Montreal. Really? I loved it there. Montreal? Yeah. When? And I, uh, uh, September, October. Uh, it was in a cold month. The 21st night? October. I went to October. I went to I, October. I, 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 went, <laughs> I went in October. It was a cold month of Montreal. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even hit her up because I thought she was from Ottawa, but she, which, which she I both. is. Also am. Mm-hmm. But also Montreal. So like yeah. I was there and then she hit me up and she's like, oh, you're in Montreal. Let me tell you all the places. Like, oh, I... I thought Ottawa, my bad. I would have absolutely mm, yeah. hit you up. But I loved it there. Like tiny European. I feel also like little city. it's great to have recommendations for Montreal, mm-hmm. but also anywhere you go is going to be like you're, you could find tons of stuff on your yeah. own there. Yeah. It's not one of those cities where it's like you got to tell me the hot spots or you yeah. got to tell me the good restaurants. Yeah. But yeah, like everything is you'll be fine. It's like mm-hmm. Austin. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. What was that little speakeasy you told me about years ago? Big in was Japan. Big in Japan. Where's yeah. that? It, it was like right around the corner from uh, one of your favorite poutine places or sandwich places, but near one of those two. Mm-hmm. I think it's on St. Laurent Street. Yeah. Okay. Which um, is like Montreal's 6th Street. We pretty much stayed on that street. We did at like a little tiny it's hotel. A, it's like a speakeasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. It yeah. was like it's really, a, yeah. it, well, as I remember, it looked all swanky and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to drink. I'm a young guy. I'm just <laughs> kicking it out here. A tender age of I'm 27. I'm a young guy. I'm a young guy. I'm just yeah. out here. Yeah. I'm just doing my thing. Just yeah. doing it. Um, it's cool. Well, we we actually haven't recorded an episode of Always Open since you and I have gotten back from our trip. Oh, yeah. Which is why we haven't talked about us being engaged now. Mm-hmm. Gesture broadly with the left hand. Why we haven't talked about <laughs> being <laughs> engaged. I'm just sitting here just like <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Jessica, that. by the way, I'm going to jump right into the deep end. Jessica was one of the few people that knew. In fact, you might be the only person that knew like I was gonna all ask the deets. You. I was going to ask all you, like, am deets. I the only person that knew? Who else knew? Um, So like. I think. Just you and maybe one other person, right? Who is this I, so, other person? So a, few, so a few friends of mine knew that I was like ring shopping. Then a few friends knew that like the question was going to happen sometime before the I end of the year. I knew about the ring shopping. Like, even she said that to me. But I didn't want to mm-hmm. throw out like too many details. And then people like 
Cameron, wherever Cameron went off to, yeah. like in Wes, <laughs> kind of intuited it and yeah. like kind of knew that that was going to happen. Um, Mark. Yes. Uh, Mark knew because yeah. he's Irish and I wanted some recommendations yeah. on locations Even though we went Scotland. to Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. because his sister went to school there True. and yeah. she okay. was from there. So, yeah. um, so he and yourself uh-huh. knew more details than most yeah. because of those reasons. Well, because he had more knowledge Didn't, of the place and you just yeah. like are just a very close yeah. friend yeah. Yeah. to our relationship. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Can I say something that's so funny? He told me when we were on the boat one day, we were at a birthday party uh, for a friend of oh, ours. yeah. Is that long ago that you knew? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that was in, was that? That was July. Oh, no, that was September, I think. It was hot. So yeah. whatever we were in that 100-day window of I think that was September, degrees. though, because that was, I think, right before we started production. Uh, no, maybe August then. August, I it think. was before it was right before production. I remember yeah. us talking about it. So we were at a, a friend's birthday party and we had one of those floaty foam things that we were all sitting the around. Pad. The lily pad. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm Ooh. on I'm right here on one corner. Trevor's on the other side on another corner. Uh-huh. There might have been someone here, or Barb was literally right here. <laughs> and Trevor and I are having this conversation. He's like, I'm gonna propose to Barbara in Scotland. And I'm like, Barbara's right there. And I'm trying to like keep my shit together, but we're just having this casual right ass conversation. There. And I'm like, you didn't hear a damn thing. Right. Oh we did a God. follow up at um, Laurel's birthday, or not birthday, uh, Halloween, Halloween party. party. Yes. And once yes. again, she was within five feet, you but off we go. Thing. And then also when we were at Kirby Lane before we left, I like kind of like hugged him awkwardly and like Devin knew. I told Devin, Devin knew. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, no, I think fine. you always assume. Okay. But that's why, that's yeah, why honestly, like, like I figured people would keep it yeah. tight chested, but also yeah. like, you know, people will tell their plus ones yeah. and then their friends. And like, so it starts to ripple out, which... He didn't tell anybody. It was just... No, was, I, oh no I didn't expect he would. But, you know, yeah. if I had told 50 people, it then it would have spiraled. But, but yeah, at, at brunch that day, uh, Jess could... <laughs> Like, oh, like, it's nice to see you. It was like the, Pulled me the, in the day we said, were leaving. Tell me how it goes. I hope it goes well. <laughs> and, then, and then blew a little bit in my ear. And I said, like, what was that? It was so funny because, like, you were showing me your nails. And you were just like, look, I got my nails done for the wedding, for Jeff's wedding. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, because the night before we left for the trip, it was Jeff's, Jeff and Emily's wedding. Yeah. Yes. So it was just like, all of us was just like, I'm screaming inside. Yeah. And then I started thinking, like, wait a minute. She got her nails done. I think she might know it's coming because the photos of the hand will happen. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. yeah, it's for the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it like, was both. <laughs> she's anticipators. It was both. She's anticipators. Anticipators. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are some things that... <laughs> Which I, is not a problem. Were, and also, I, you don't know this, but there was a few people who I was talking to about like the trip and a lot of people were just like, oh, romantic oh, yeah. trip in Scotland. Stinky dragon folks. Just everybody, basically. Everyone who knows us. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. But everyone's like, oh, romantic place. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Ooh. I was like, I know, like, I think he might propose, but I also don't want to go in assuming he's going to promo- propose. But I like kind of want to know if he's going to propose, yeah. but I don't want to know if he's going to propose. Yeah. It was like this whole like back and forth in my mind of like, do I want to know what's coming to anticipate it? Or do I want to like, going with no expectations so that if it doesn't happen, I won't be like disappointed right. that yeah. it didn't happen yeah. on the trip. Right. When Which, you told me that, yeah. I was like, well, be careful because Devin didn't do it there. So right. Trevor might not either. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, told that no. story on the podcast before? No, uh, I think I told the story of how he proposed to me, but yeah. not the fact that I legitimately thought it was going to happen in Scotland. And he did the same thing you did. Yeah. Brought a tripod, brought, like set it up. We were in freaking the Isle of Skye. Which he, is one of the most gorgeous places yeah, yeah, and like, He came up to behind me and I was just like, uh-oh, this is about to happen. No, not here. Okay, maybe another time. It's like, an, oh, no, not here either. Oh, we're back in Austin. I still, <laughs> oh, no. I, still I, gotta, I gotta be honest. I'm sure he's like, he's kind of kicking his own ass no, like he, for it, but yeah. I do want to say and you have shared the yeah. story before yeah. on a previous episode yeah, so you yeah, go yeah. check out that episode yeah. but uh the way he did it though is oh, was, was so great, romantic yeah. and yeah. so personal and so beautiful yeah do you want to recount cute. it quickly here no, just yeah he just it transformed our entire living room in our house into like an art gallery of some of our favorite photos of us and like oh put God. it into like a an uh, ai generator to, to make oh it look God. like it was a portrait art oh so yeah oh. so like cast a filter over yes. it to make it look like a painting yes and oh, then i would go awesome. to each one and he'd be like and here we have the uh there's an the audio old, tour yes he was on the audio oh like, man he what likes, a performer he likes oh, big man. spectacles so yeah. i was like all right this is his way of doing it i so, love and he that. probably like already was like planning that in he the was work, so he wasn't thinking like he, oh like is she gonna be thinking i'm gonna propose on this trip no because i already have this thing that i'm planning yeah yeah, yeah, but that's uh, so funny. I think, um, I think when we went to Punta Cana a year ago, I yeah. did. I tell you on that trip. You told me. I think one of the first days you said, "Hey, just so you know, I'm not 
proposing on this trip. Right. I just want to tell you just, and I was like, oh, no, I didn't think you would be. Right. Because we, yeah. we were all above board about that conversation, making sure that like, obviously, as you go into it, there's a surprise part that's nice and fun, but you also want to make sure as partners that you're on the same page. And so we hadn't really talked about it too awful much. And so I kind of also wanted to, just to make sure I didn't set yeah. her up for a bad time. I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, it's not happening on this trip. Yeah. So, like, so like, cool. you can be liberated from expectation or anything. Love but, that clear yeah. communication. But that transcended then to Scotland too, where I was like, I want to do it ASAP. Like, I want to <laughs> get it, not, yeah. not get it out of the way, but like, that way there's no, like, I got to think about when it's going to happen, how I'm going to do it or whatever. And, well, and she's also, not constantly waiting for it. Then both of us could just like enjoy the rest right. of the trip yes. without like, like now. Yeah. Now, and enjoy it as now. fiancés. Right. right. So which, then it becomes a celebratory which trip. Which is fun. Yes. And also what we learned <laughs> when you tell people at a restaurant that you just got engaged, yeah. they will give you free stuff. <laughs> so we're going to be freshly <laughs> engaged for about for a year. a while. <laughs> okay, and then freshly married for about you know a few yeah. years. A decade. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I want to use that now. Yeah, it was great. We would go to dinner um, and they'd be like, you celebrate anything? It's like, oh, we just got engaged. And they're like, oh, wonderful. And they would come back and be like, so I just talked to my manager and we're going to have like the champagne on the house for you guys and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh. And like, obviously it was true. We weren't yeah. lying about anything, but right. it was just nice. People yeah. were really sweet. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a there was a really busy place and it was just so sweet how this woman went over and grabbed this uh, gentle elderly couple and thrust them from the table and said, we have a freshly engaged couple. Get out of the way. And then they turned Jesus. to us and said, Madame and Moselle, we have a table for you. You see? <laughs> so- Madame and Moselle. <laughs> also, we're in Scotland and they're French all of a sudden. We're really painting a vivid picture right now. Wow, I love it. No, but yeah, no, it was, uh, people were hospitable af it was awesome so i know when when you were telling me you were like i don't know where i'm gonna do it or when i'm gonna do it i it's gonna just feel right why yeah. did, how did you know this moment where you um, just knew so i had a few spots across edinburgh that i thought were special and would be very memorable and look very good and all of that sort of stuff and so that way like no matter what um wherever we went it like the schedule could be flexible. Yes. He so had like kind of almost like, like a menu of things yeah. to yeah. do. Like he, oh, Trevor he also planned this yeah. trip, which is a, another one of those things that was a little bit of a giveaway of just like, you picked the hotel we were going to go to, oh, you kept it a secret. I'll be like, real. I would have done that anyway because like, yeah. I'm just geeking out fantasy nerd over Scotland. Yeah. Yes, I but, know. But also, <laughs> both of you are yeah. like, <laughs> but also yeah. like, and, and so yes, that is part of it. You're not wrong. But also, uh, one thing that you we talked about, mm-hmm. but like for, for the listeners is like, Barbara, does a lot and she's at the helm of a lot of things and so and she's also i think a very strong leader but in a role like that you make a lot of decisions and i think she's come to realize that there is such a thing as decision fatigue where you get absolutely like zapped of energy she goes i i can't think of what we're gonna have for dinner can you like can you off can i offload that i'm like absolutely Mm -hmm. like here's two restaurants that i think would be good options Mm -hmm. i'm leaning this one does that sound all right and then we go for it um, so I was like, let me give her a vacation from thought entirely, right? I mean, obviously, like, as we're there, we can kind of ebb and flow and be flexible. But like, because she plans like the itineraries and logistics and all of that. And yeah. She just naturally does yeah. that. But I'm like, let me take that from you. You ever seen that gif of the tiny little girl in a big, <laughs> in a big winter coat going, yes, that was me this trip. <laughs> no idea where anything we went to was. Trevor's like, uh, how do, does this sound good or does this sound good? What would you prefer? And I'm like, that sounds good. And be right. like, okay, we're going to go down this street and then turn this way and then go. And I'm like, la, la, la. Yep. And he'd be like, that's on Victoria Street. I'm like, no idea. We've probably walked there a thousand yeah. times. I don't know where that is. Like, I did I did so much pre-research. I felt like I'd been there. So when he I- knew the place. I never I used the it. map I made of all the hot spots I, I had picked out, but- I, I knew where to go yeah. most of the time. I'd put it in Google Maps to make sure, and then I'd put it in my pocket, and yeah. then we'd get there, and I went, I guess I didn't use it. Yeah. Nice. Like, I, to check it kind of thing, but... Yeah. Um, I but like yeah. Victoria Street, by the way. Oh, oh it's cool. awesome. So Harry Potter gorgeous. vibes. And Absolutely. Yeah. Very whimsical, very magical. Yes. Yep. Then but, there's a... I think it's Green Market. I'm, I'm It's starting to fade from me now. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, like, amazing streets and... Aesthetics but you stuff, made like but, a list of you said like yeah. the the nice places. Yeah, spots to go. And then I realized like when we landed that it was the the Christmas celebration was going on like the day we you got love there. Christmas. So I was like, that's cool. Yeah. So we did that for a little bit. Did the Christmas um, market. What was nice though is like I kind of coaxed her into. I, I I kind of thought about it on Sunday when we arrived. I was like, okay, 
I don't want to do it when we arrive. We're, we're tired, but I definitely want to do it the next day Fuck if yeah. possible. Yes. So I'm like, okay, of all the places, I think the Christmas market has spread into certain spots that are like, like two of the landmarks that I would have wanted to do it by. Like Ross Fountain is stunning. Okay. Um, but they had like kind of the family festival over there, the family fun festival. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like a carnival over there. And I was like, no. Um, so... I kind of coaxed her into like, let's go to Dean Village. I think it's like a really nice spot. I wanted to go there anyway, so but I wanted to like front and it, load that. And the thing is, is like you had me played so well because it w didn't seem like coaxing to me. He was like, uh, there's this really like supposed to be a really nice place called Dean Village. You're like, do you want to walk there? It's only like 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, sure. It's like 15. Yeah. And I, but I also was like, we don't have to also. We were, we found a really nice coffee shop on the hill uh, on Royal Mile and we were just chilling, reading books drinking coffee for like the 15th time like because it was coffee and hot mm -hmm. chocolates all over mm -hmm. um, hot chocolate this one hot chocolate oh yeah mm -hmm. well eventually i wanted something hot but no more coffee <laughs> yeah. or i just mm -hmm. never sleep mm -hmm. um but i think what got you was like reverse psychology of being like well we don't have to like right there's, there's another like, place we could go to because i assume that you would have planned like i want to do it yeah. here at this specific time on this specific day and so when he was kind of like flippant about like oh like we don't have to but like it'd be, you want to go we there we would here's the thing too we would have gone there <laughs> yeah. yeah so Beautiful. it could yeah, either yeah, yeah. i have proposed at a different spot or proposed a different day yeah. but which i love that you didn't have a certain time and spot you're just like i'm just going to feel it when i know it and yeah. that's that's feels mm -hmm. great yeah but got there the weather is like i don't know if a lot of people like overcast but it was like perfect it was like just light enough the sun was kind of ebbing and flowing perfect scotland um, yeah perfect, it, wasn't, it wasn't raining yeah, that day perfect coziness um and then there's i forget the name of the river there honestly but um it's just on the spot thinking about mm -hmm. it but there's like a bridge that goes over the uh over that river and it's like well known for like just the looks yeah everywhere you look is like beautiful mm -hmm. and i was like yeah yeah. Definitely, right now. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like too busy or anything. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you but, start going like, I think uh, I think I'm going to set up the tripod to take, you want to take some photos? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I was <laughs> like, I was like, let's, you know, less, uh, less selfie uh, and more like, let's have like posed photos. Because that's yeah. why, I, like part of why I got a proper camera yeah. was so like, I could take a bunch of photos, but also like not be selfie central. Yeah. Um, but there's a feature where you can like have it say, I want to take... X number of photos every few seconds. Yeah. Ever, like every interval however. photos. Yes. Yeah. But I misunderstood it when I was like messing with it. Um, I thought it was like for the duration of four minutes, I want 50 photos. So like for four minutes, it would automatically divide and then do it so often. Okay. But, it, but what I was doing was every four minutes, take one photo for 50 times. And so I was like, that's going to be like 200 minutes of 50 photos. Wow. So like basically yeah. I was like, oh God, it's not taking, I wanted it to go tick, tick. Tick. So you could essentially tick. just get yep without having to do a button or anything right. like that. Or like I didn't a want my phone timer. out to control yep. it. I didn't want to like you know. I just wanted to focus on the moment. So yeah. like so I'm fumbling with it for like ten minutes and I'm like uh, like getting yeah. flum flummoxed. And so she's definitely going like oh yeah, it's gonna happen. Was well, your heart pounding the whole time? Not so much, but I was getting a little like annoyed or like upset that the camera function didn't seem to be what I understood it to be. Okay. And then thankfully I just tested it by saying like, let's drop the time and drop the number of photos and see what happens. And I go, oh God, I'm a fool. It was oh, hard to think yeah. straight when I was like already on the verge of blacking out because of excitement. <laughs> and then I get it to work. It starts taking photos. You see like, it's like a slideshow of me walking in. We pose for one, just one solid photo. And then I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I turn to pull the, the, the ring out. Well, first you grab my hands I, I and I immediately, I know it's happening immediately. Yeah. And like, just like my eye, they start just leaking. Yeah. Like I'm not even crying. And so my, my eyes are just like, per, like gushers, gushers, <laughs> like literally like that little gif of the people with yep. the eye, like yep. yeah. that was yep. me. Yeah. yeah. And so immediately I just start like wiping my face yep. and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yep. So you I, have yeah. like one of the photos looks like the surprise, yep. but it's actually like just you wiping like this. Cause like we both kind of knew it was coming, but we both blacked out. Barb's like, I'm just so wet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But no, I immediately just started like bawling my eyes out. Cause I mean, obviously, I, I think I knew it was going to happen, mm -hmm. but like just, I think once he got the camera set up and came over, that's when my heart started beating mm -hmm. really fast. And I was mm -hmm. like, I think it's going to be right now. Mm -hmm. And like, I saw you like fumbling with something like in a pocket here. Um, and just like, I, I, again, kind of blacked out. And then yeah. after like it had happened and everything like that, and we were like starting to like walk away from the spot. I think you went, you said yes, right? right. <laughs> it was sometime later in the day. I was like, you said yes, and I asked, right? Yeah, like, I know. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. 
did I? Like, <laughs> no, I, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely yeah. sure we did. But in the moment on that day, I'm like, just for my own like, su- like very subtle OCD, I was like, I just want to make sure she said the word yes because like then it's official in my brain and it clicks. But yeah. also like, but did she? Because I'm kind of blacked out. But like, obviously the yeah. answer was yes. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. it was awesome and it was so sweet too because. Um, there was a couple from Mexico that was just up the way being very sweet to give us the space to do this because oh. it's like it's yep. yeah. kind of a hot spot but it was like a lighter day yep. and as we were leaving they were like hey we we got video and some photos if you are okay with it we'd like to airdrop it to you yeah and so in our timeline as my photos are ticking away the the iPhone we now have it all yeah. on our we phone and on our computers the yep. they're all time stamped and so you can see video that goes correlated with the photos I love it yeah um that's yeah. great that you have that. I know. Really it was sweet. so cool. It was really sweet. I love that you guys sweet. are saying you blacked out because I, the same thing happened. I, I, yeah. you, I kept using the term I um, disassociate. Yeah, yeah, disassociate, yeah. That's it. Where I was just like, because the first thing I said to him was I did not say yes at first. I said, uh-huh. this is so weird. Yeah. Because I was just oh, like, no. it lo- and he just yeah. looked at me and he's like, what, what do you what mean? mean? This is so what weird. I'm like, this should I, be the least weird thing yeah, in the world. I know. It was just so like, I just like left my brain. I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. It's because I think and you and I thing. talked about this. It just feels like we're children. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is such an adult moment and an yeah. adult Mixed step. with blacking out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think like. I don't know what it is. I just like don't feel like I should be old enough to be engaged, but I'm 34. Like, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> real. That's real though. I go, no. are we allowed? Are we allowed? Are we allowed? Are we allowed? This? Well, we kept calling each other fiance and we still do. And yeah. it's just like, my fiance. What? Like, I know. It's what? just weird. It's yeah. like, God, it's so strange. Having to get used to but that. But I was like, we're just two human beings yeah. like with vivid memories of childhood, but as adults now paying taxes, <laughs> kicking it around in another country yeah. on our own volition. It's like, I don't know. I think at some point, like as you get older, adult onsets in waves. Yeah. And so you go like, so I then have sympathy for my parents who had had me and my sister at least by this age. Yep. And so I'm going like, wow, parents really are just figuring it out. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) No, not even everyone. 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 Truly everyone. But I'm just thinking even like the next step. And and like, you know, in the traditional sense, right? Not for everybody, but in the traditional sense is like, okay, then kids. Yep. And so- um, so I'm just thinking like, if this is how I'm feeling just doing this stuff, yeah. I'm trying to think of how my parents felt when they're having kids. Cause as a, as a kid, you see them as a, an authority figure. Yeah. They got it figured out. They know yep. what's going on. They have all the answers, right. but, yep. but you realize the scope oh, of your boy. questions are down here. They do not But know. then still, I mean, yeah. probably you guys do the same to this day. If you have like a question that you're not sure of, you call your parents still. Like, yeah. If, or I Google it too. I guess you could Google it. But if it's like <laughs> yeah. something that you just Papa want Google. like parents advice on or yes. like what they did for something. Yeah. I'm still, I still call my parents for Friends. that kind of stuff. You know. My my brother in law, they were he was babysitting his niece, and he was like, she was she's eating food now, like normal food. She's like, I think she's almost two. No, she's one. And he calls his mom because he made rice. And he's like, mom, and she's like, oh hi. And he's like, can Riley have rice? And she's like, uh, yeah, Riley can eat rice. And he's like, okay, thanks, bye. And hung up the phone. Like he didn't Google it anything. She's like, mom, can she eat rice? She's one. Yep. Sometimes just like you just want to hear directly from. Just, the, essentially the source yeah, yeah essentially the source <laughs> yeah. like is this cool you you i mean we we turned out fine so could we do this yeah yeah, yeah yeah well do you think there's <laughs> do you think that there's a generational thing too with like that like there's something shared between all human beings yeah. at like 30 and 40 right but mm-hmm. then there's some things that are unique to each generation i think and so like, i think with our age we're starting to ebb into a different territory where the internet is way well, like has become accessible in our lifetimes we saw before, now we see after, but they didn't have that. And so a lot of it was practical knowledge, practical knowledge, being hands-on, learning by experience, talking to other people, like Trial learned in a totally different, yeah, learned yeah. in a totally different way. Mm. And I'm wondering if if that offers more, less, or different but equal amounts of experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's interesting, actually, putting it that way. I just, I hard to think our generation, we're just children. We're just I little think guys. There's there's a lot to that, and I'm not going to pretend to know it. I'm not a sociologist, though. Uh-huh. I think that stuff's really interesting. There's definitely something to the idea that, like, as we, and even Gen Z, like uh-huh. the folks just below us, uh-huh. right, are entering the world, they're running into all sorts of, you know, world not world-shattering things, but, like, when I was 11 or just about to turn 11, 9-11, right? Yeah. I'm about yeah. to become a voting age individual. I'm just about to turn 18. COVID. Uh, well, well, <laughs> I'm young. Uh, 
the financial crisis yeah. and um, like yeah. and, and parents losing jobs and my dad was in the housing market mm -hmm. as like a builder and so that was like weird yep. and then like stagnation on the economy for a little bit going through college mm -hmm. a lot of people clung on a job there's like I think every there's a lot going on and that's not to say every generation doesn't have that but what I'm saying is like I think that that set up a, a perfect storm for people like my age having a bigger lust than ever for mm -hmm. nostalgia. That's yeah. why it's just mm -hmm. such a strong market because like the 90s were like, hey, everything's great. Yeah. Christmases, yeah. for example, presents are pouring out the wazoo when you look at photos and whatnot. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean that elements of that can't still exist, but like suddenly like, no, the lights had turned on and the roaches scattered, but like you realize they were there the whole time. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, there's, there's, I've heard chatter of that. Again, yeah. I don't pretend to yeah. know fully the, the depths of... Yeah, I also think bringing up the generational thing is like, you know, we were just talking about like we feel like kids and everything. I wonder, I feel like the boomers feel like they became adults a lot quicker. And I feel like even Gen Z, they're so, I don't know if we're just like not growing up as much. I, there's like a level of us just not growing up. And sure. I don't know why, I don't know. Am I, yeah. does that no, feel I, like No, I get that. that and you? I think it's because I, maybe it's the millennial generation that started focusing a little bit more on not having kids as much mm, as yeah. the previous generations and wanting to be more career focused. And that could be a result of like women having more rights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. time has gone on and yeah. like things of that nature and, and women being more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not free, mm -hmm. but, uh, just accessible. Like we're uh, able to just do, do more, do all the things. Like, more. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, maybe that's played into like the fact that a lot of people aren't having families or kids mm -hmm. and if they are they're doing it later in life because mm -hmm. they want to enjoy their younger years mm -hmm. without yeah. kids and yeah I think like you have to I think mature at a certain rate once you do have children yeah you know you yeah. have to be a parent it, it, you are automatically like I wonder if that's maybe why we are more nostalgic in a way because we're also I don't I don't know well it's, I think it, we were old enough to see what was before the this rapid succession of yeah. like wild things yes and so we want to cling hard to it yeah and i think gen mm -hmm. z is young enough to not have seen those times but be raised in a world where they're like maybe they're adults quicker or maybe they're just self-aware or the illusion is shattered earlier yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah right like the santa isn't real but for everything but really young santa's not real and so well Hagsmech is my sweetness. I just started yeah. celebrating Christmas. Oh, that knows. <laughs> but like, so there's nothing to cling to. So instead, you just go, man, the system's broken. Yeah. Right. And so, like, again, I'm speaking in gen generics and broad yeah. strokes. There's a lot of nuance in this conversation, but yeah. like, it is interesting. Again, mm -hmm. I, I really, I'm really fascinated with psychology and sociology. But same, hear you. It's uh, I hear you. Just, yeah. Just a, an observer yeah. on this conversation. Yeah. But but anyway, just to wrap up the, I guess, story. Yeah. yeah. Then we got engaged and <laughs> yeah. we spent a lovely week and a half or so yes. in Scotland. Yes. And it was just like the most magical time ever. Yeah. When you were saying that you were like the little girl in the big suit. Yeah. I mean, you had your, there was a couple of photos that he posted where you had your earmuffs on and earmuffs. you were like bundled and you yep. looked like her. Yeah. That was me. Bing, 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 that was her bing, bing, bing. In spirit and form. Yeah, there you go. It was great. <laughs> yeah, he he spoiled me. And if he wanted to, he would. Mm, Just saying. Mm. Definition of that. If I like it, then I did. Also, it the hotel that you um I tried not to like bother you as much on the trip, <laughs> but I was like, where the fuck are you at right now? Like, what yeah. is the name of this freaking well, hotel? Well, too that Trevor did. He didn't tell me the hotel we were staying because he was like, this is just such a cool place, and I don't want you to like see pictures of it until nope. we're there in yeah. person. You did that I, was great. Yeah, it was a it was a really cool place, um, and I was also like making sure because again, I kept asking. Her, I was like, are you sure we're cool with this place? It's not like going to the beach. It's not like a one of those traditional yeah, R and Rs. Typically, if we think vacation, it's like, oh, let's go lie on a beach. For yeah, I just didn't want to be self-serving by going to a place that I'm like, honestly, this sounds really dope. And I'm like, epic. and after like a really hot summer, I was cool with like a mm -hmm. total shift. And so, mm -hmm. all the way down to the room, I was like, I really hope, like, I are we good? Like, are you really cool with like doing Scotland? Like, I want to make mm -hmm. sure that that's all good. Mm -hmm. And you were like, absolutely. 100%. And I yeah. said, all right. And then yeah. I found this place, and I was like, sick, <laughs> sick. Yeah, every everything we did there. I mean, you guys went to Scotland. Yeah. You know, it's just like Amazing. It's such a beautiful place. place. And everyone is just like, I just like being in the UK because things are just like very straightforward there. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of like fluff, mm -hmm. and 
also the amount of meat pies and soups oh, and God, sausage yeah. the best and thing ever. beer and whiskey oh, that we had that trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you put on a few pounds. I definitely did, but I needed it. <laughs> needed I needed it. Yeah. it. I'd lost a lot of weight. More than I had. I, I, my weight went down more than it had been in over a decade, which was like mm-hmm. the back-to-back like illnesses and like being able to work out and, oh, and just like mm-hmm. various things. But I'm mm-hmm. back to where I should be now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So I came back from Scotland. I was like, whoa, I put on... Uh, more weight than I thought. And yeah. it was yeah. great. It was oh, awesome. Yeah. And um, I went, oh no, my jeans aren't fitting me anymore. <laughs> yeah. We indulged. I mean, also, like vacation. You have fun. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Allow yourself it's all fun. Good. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. If, what are you going to remember? Are you going to remember like the X amount of pounds you gained at this time? Or are you going to remember like the no. amazing food you had at this restaurant, no. the trip yep. you went on? You're yep. not going to remember the food you didn't eat. Yeah, no. Yeah. We we had a lot of haggis. Yes. We had a lot of black pudding. These yeah. are things that I would sausage. have shied away from. Mm-hmm. The sausage there was awesome. It's not like as uh, spicy and as highly seasoned. Uh-huh. And it's not as like tough on the outside. It doesn't like pop when right. you eat it, which I don't okay. like with sausage. It's very yeah. like easy to Yep. I will say though, like it's it is interesting. <laughs> it was great perspective to be if you can ever travel internationally, which is a luxury and it is a gift if you can do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, especially if you're an American. We have a giant ass country and it's hard to just like get out of Texas if you're driving. Mm-hmm. Which I'm also finding a lot of Americans don't have passports because there's a lot of places to travel places to in the to US too. Yeah. In the, yeah, in the yeah. US. Yeah. Which is great. But it, if yeah. you but if you can get the perspective that comes with traveling internationally, I really think you should try it it's mm-hmm. it is awesome and it, it like gives you really good perspective not only on your on work on your own life whatever uh, opinions and biases you may or may not have you know in the world politically whatever mm-hmm. um but it is interesting that no matter where you go the grass is kind of always greener i know yeah because like you know there's a lot of people here that go like oh but they have it all perfect and sorted over there and then you go over there and then, and then they go oh but americans have this part all yep. figured out and perfect over there and so you're just like ships yeah. in the night you know i learned that from all my uber drivers like in canada mm-hmm. we'd have these conversations and, the, and i'd be like oh canada is so awesome and they're like yeah but trudeau is doing this and our housing market is crashing and i'm like oh it sucks well, everywhere yeah i mean everything for, is i think when you live a place you look for the things mm-hmm. that aren't working and that you mm-hmm. don't like when you look at some other place mm-hmm. you're like look at all this good stuff they have yeah right. yeah um instead of yeah. also seeing the bad stuff too you know but uh before we get to our question which we will get to a question today yes we also, um, I want to talk about something that you and I talked about briefly, which is uh, the process of wedding planning. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, what we are discovering. Yeah. Not fun. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. It's kind of fun a little bit. I, but I there think, is definitely a lot of stress. I think once I have certain things figured out in the process, it'll yeah. be more fun. Yeah. But like for me, obviously, we just got engaged. So it is like, okay, let's start thinking of venues, of dates mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just like the very loose stuff. Yep. Whereas like you're getting, mm-hmm. you know, a year getting out or so nitty-gritty, yeah. from yours. And so like you are like getting settling down, but like just the cost of everything. The cost. And like all the moving pieces. But yeah. we also talked about how like you're a producer uh-huh. and yes. have been a producer for a long time. Yeah. So it's not as like, I think a lot of people think it's like, oh my God, it's so much. But when you're a producer, you're used to like working with spreadsheets and vendors and this and that. Yeah. What's funny is, so I did make an Excel spreadsheet with a bunch of tabs at the bottom, one for budget, one for guest list, one for vendors, one just everything. Hell yeah. And then uh, it's one thing to make a budget with your own money slash family, if you are lucky enough to have family to help you with your wedding versus like works money. Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. I was like, this one's got a sting on it. Like the other one, the other budget yeah. didn't yeah. hurt like this. Like, well, it's only this amount. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's only what? Yeah, well, I know. In business yeah. class. Yeah. Like Wait, I've, I've uh, emailed some vendors, um, the florist, florist <laughs> vendors, for instance. They, a couple of them have come back and be like, thank you so much for reaching out to us. Um, just to let you know, there's a $10,000 minimum. I'm like, oh. what? We don't want flowers anymore. So I just like <laughs> cut off communication there. There is no more communication yeah. there. Right, I mean. Um, that's not that's not yeah. There's me. nothing to be nope. haggled with there. I don't I put that. out the feelers of a couple different venues. And one of the venues, which I knew was going to be expensive, but I just wanted to, I wanted to ask. Just ask, okay. And I was like, could I get like a quote for like this many people around this time of year, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they sent me like, it was pretty a generic thing, but they're like, these are the three packages we offer of like yep. this room and what we provide. The lowest package was $45,000. Does it start with a D? 
knows that the Omni. Oh, you're going to say. Oh, your okay. Name yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a beautiful venue. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It's like Omni Barton Creek. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Which, but I'm just like, yeah. How much was it that they quote you? Minimum 45. They okay, say, yeah. Just go ahead and pull in a, a Model Y and just drop off the keys. And you, yep. Then you can have your wedding. Do you here. want to have yep. our wedding at Rooster? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you want to use stage? Right here. <laughs> you want to use the oh, stage? Boy. <laughs> you guys good for it? Yeah. All right. Here we go. We're going to tell you. probably make this place look pretty nice. You could. I mean, all your budget. You've got to become a first member if you want to watch. We do have all the cameras. Love it. it. Oh, boy. But yeah, no, so it's a process, but... Oh, man, yeah. It is one of those things, like, I know a lot of people are like, just elope or just, like, just get married by yourself. It's a big trend right now. It is. It is, and I get it, because who the fuck has that kind of money to spend on a wedding? Yeah. Um, It's absurd, but also, like, for me, and Jessica, you might Mm -hmm. be the same, Mm -hmm. I don't want to assume, but... Mm -hmm. I have always envisioned having a wedding. Mm-hmm. Like ever since I was a little girl, I've al- I've been pinning wedding dresses since I've been like 15 mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Um You modeled wedding dresses, right? I did when model you wedding here. dresses yeah. when I was yeah. younger actually in college. I did mm-hmm. like a couple bridal shows. Mm-hmm. And like I've always like thought in my head whenever I go to other weddings, I'm like, "Ooh, I like this. Like I want to use that for when I get married." Yeah. Or like, "Ooh, I didn't like that. Like I wouldn't I won't do that." Yeah. And so, it's one of those things where it's like, "This is this is the day." Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think like people looking down on like, oh, but it's just one day and you're spending all that money on one day. It's like, well, it's it's a big milestone for a lot of people. And who, also, that's true. you can mind that's your true. own business. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that. true. Um, and I'm going to draft that by saying <laughs> I've always wanted, just since I was a kid, a first edition, first print, signed copy of The Hobbit. Oh. And it only goes for a sultry, poultry, uh, half a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> But it's been my dream. Sultry pot. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my I'm, just, God. I'm, I'm, I'm being completely facetious. <laughs> yeah. I'm not at all making fun of what you're saying. No. Um, but but you're right. I mean, like, I, I can't, um, like, I, boys don't have that, you know? Mm. Like, they don't. Some, some. Some do. Yeah. Some do, absolutely. But I guess, like, how I grew up, I just, like, never really thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah, someday you do a wedding and stuff. But I absolutely respect the fact that this is something that you have wanted to do your whole life. And... I, I say there is a lot of fun part to it all because mm-hmm. you've showed me that as the course of like our relationship has unfolded and as we, as we got more open with each other, we talked about those things, colors and like locations and like timing and all that. Like we're all kind of premeditated up to this point. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like I see what you're talking about. I see how like the fun part of pulling it the all vision. together. I haven't seen any, you show me your Pinterest board after okay, this. I will. Of your dresses. Yeah. Okay, I will. Um, I haven't seen them. But yeah, it's one of those things where I think... You shouldn't judge people for what they want to do or don't do. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are going, I can't believe you're having a wedding and like spending money on this and that. It's like, yeah, I I get it. Like, I think there's a balance. Absolutely. The people who go and drop their life savings on a day, maybe don't, maybe live within your means. Um, Well, there's budgeting for certain aspects of it. And there's also like, there's the unseen part of it too. Like the things that you essentially give up the the oppor- like the not traveling on this like you don't see a vacation not taken you yeah. don't see a car not bought right yeah but so like there so in any given situation you know like i don't know it's it's easy to judge but i i've had the same car for 12 years yeah, there you oh, go yeah. i've got a yeah. 2005 baby yeah i'm so lucky like- that i and i think you hopefully you you're you're in the same situation of like most people have told me just to be like, don't listen to anybody else and just do what you want to do, which I'm very thankful for yeah. that they're telling me to not listen to. The only person I'm going to listen to is Trevor. Yeah. Because that's the only yeah. other person who I think. Absolutely. Uh, it's just and I listen too. to you because like you have <laughs> such good taste. Like I'm very happy to like, she'll be like, Sweetness, come check this out. I got like a, another short list going on. These are the people I'm reaching out to for venues and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, these all look stunning, but I don't yeah. want to be like passive and be like, yeah, any of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I go like, oh, this is really cool. Like it has a, like a really ornate kind of like timeless feel to it because it's an like old school place but it is all inside so i can imagine that there's limitations on like if you wanted to do day of photos with mm-hmm. like uh the, the various bridal or groom's parties or whatever yeah it might be limited but then she's also like right right well we want to be outside and then like i'm like oh this one off you know so like yeah i but i do also want to get ahead of it and say even like publicly like there are stressful elements to it oh, and course. i want to make sure that we spread that out mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. make sure that no one feels yeah. like the guest list. Yeah. Dun dun dun. She's just like over <laughs> the weekend, like while I was uh, or while she was away, because um, she tacked on a little extra time to go to Birmingham. Like I went to convention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was home alone waiting. Um, I think she like 
That must have been crucial. It was wild. Yeah, I yeah. Really Especially it, just I, right after I slept most yeah. of it. Just yeah. shift my schedule. It does yeah. suck to be like we're engaged now. You're leaving. Yeah. Bye. For it, a few days. I left at like two thirty in the morning too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, in that time, she had already taken a whack at the guest list, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh my god. I was number one up there, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. Well. Oh. Something that I'm learning, <laughs> and something that actually <laughs> was Trevor's idea. I could hear the balloon go. <laughs> something that was actually Trevor's idea, which I think is great is you make your guest list of like all the people you would consider to invite and then you rank it in terms of like how important it is for them to be there. Like, mm-hmm. for example, our parents mm-hmm. are like, if you're ranking like five is the highest, one is the lowest, like they're fives, obviously. Okay. Right. It, and well, I would put like, you at a five. I'm a five the, too. The must be there, like important to our life, uh, impactful to our relationship are, like, and everything like that. like family or like best friends. Mm-hmm. But if you bracket it like that, it's it's like all the way down to, if you will, the five or whatever the lowest category is. They're all important people. Right. Yeah. But what I was thinking is like, if it comes down to a, a financial thing, because there is a knock-on effect to if you had 100 people versus 200 people versus 300 yeah. people, yeah. like yeah. It, it it goes on to like the number of, the size of the venue, the amount of food, the all the other things. And so I'm like, if it comes down to a financial thing, then like you just kind of take the next take tier the down, or yeah. the next tier down. And so that way you can kind of like shift and- Yeah. Is there a the number thing, that you want to stay below? Probably under 150. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If we could. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I mean, I I know where we are, where the list is at now. I mean, I'll be honest. The initial list I made is two hundred people. Okay, but yeah. that's because it's like, yeah, we're friends with them. Yeah, like that that person would be nice to have there. And so those are the kind of people where it's like, well, maybe when we're in the chopping period, yeah, yeah. it could be like. I think also, and I had this conversation before with some folks out there, of like, people can't take it personally if they're not no. invited to someone's mm-hmm. wedding. Because it is really just a budget thing. It really is, yeah. And it's not saying, like, I don't care about you or consider you a friend. It's just, like, you, you know. get it. And I think most people know, like, if if we've never had a meal together or, like, I've never texted you, like, I don't even have your phone number, then yeah. maybe we're not as good friends. Yeah. yeah. And it's at tough. this age, because yeah. we're a yeah. little... I wouldn't say we're, like, older getting married, but, you know, we're adults now, even though we think we're children. Yeah. Hopefully we... Everyone, yeah, just gets it now. And maybe so. when we were younger, yeah. kind of baked so. in. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, but also like, and, and I, um, the same thing. We were talking about this. I'm like, yeah, my instinct is like, I kind of feel bad because there's a lot of people I know and, and respect and would definitely want to be there. And then I go, but I have to remove myself from that feeling real quick because I go like, oh, well, there's been plenty of weddings even within that group that I go, oh, I wasn't invited, but that's totally fine. Yeah. I didn't yeah. take it any kind sure. of way, I and I, it, but I also understood. I think yeah. it'd be nice if you like if you keep it somewhat small and then maybe have like celebration drinks with like everybody yeah. you that's know. a good that's yeah. a really like, good idea the next week or something because mm-hmm. then it's like you could celebrate still with everybody and yeah but yeah, yeah i don't know it's it's a process yeah, L- yeah. Uh, <laughs> last question i know we're uh are you guys going to do bridal parties or just keep it yeah we haven't really thought about bridal parties yet okay but cool we talked about a few strategies as mm-hmm. it were um mm-hmm. how to approach it mm-hmm. but uh haven't landed on anything just yet. Yeah. now i hear you we're we're still having that conversation too it's, i can't believe how many things there's to think about yeah too much but then i also think like not having a bridal party yeah it's like you Sounds don't have to worry too. about people's dresses Sounds people's great. hair and makeup like yep. <laughs> what's yep. interesting is like it's wedding season right now in our social circle a lot of people like yeah. As you're going through your 20s, it kind of like there's a few here and there, and then there's like a hot spot, and then like for for me anyway, it <laughs> kind of like it right cooled now. off, and now we're in another hot spot, and so like everyone's getting married and everything, mm-hmm. and so it's interesting. So even in like a five year span, maybe it's a COVID thing, but like it's interesting how the tradition of wedding has changed. Mm-hmm. Things are different, yeah. and like yeah. all the way down to the wedding parties, mm-hmm. all like the way the food is done, the way that like reception whatever it's mm-hmm. it's all different mm-hmm. and it's but it's also what i feel like is it's uh it's less dry it's, it's less boring mm-hmm. it's more personal yeah and um and it all kind of makes sense and so like you don't have to do this cookie cutter thing which is kind of nice yeah but within that also creates more decisions to make so you're yes, just kind of yeah. like okay well and or or like if you want to try something new you're like is that okay? Well, can luckily I, can for I drop you, that part of the I've tradition? thought of it all. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I have, yeah. I have from start to finish of what <laughs> yeah. I want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm excited for it. You're doubling up as the wedding planner, but well, slash yeah. bride. Yeah. You're like, well. I do. Okay, let me check. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm only getting a day of coordinator. I'm, Which is yes. a common yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, and they're think, making me get a day of coordinator, my venue. Yeah. Just somebody to be like, we just need a point of contact to 
freaking and that's wrap this up that's yeah common. and i think you'll be happy that you have oh that. for sure I, and i don't want to put that in any of my friends or family was well, that what know? they would normally do like the venue the caterers the, fl- the florist they would like kind of would it be somebody in the bridal party or something like that mm, i think typically a lot of venues require a coordinator okay, for the so, day of, okay. so just that, for the like, day the vendors coming in have someone to talk to gotcha but i think if it's not that it's sometimes the, like the bride yeah i guess when i was a kid i never knew that there like was the like somebody them. ushering the yeah. show along I, yeah you know i always yeah. assumed it was it's like a play it's kind of like a yeah performance and it's funny too because i was actually just talking to my parents about the wedding because like they're like oh we should talk about what you guys have in mind like rough dates and stuff like that um they're very sweet about everything but they're like what about photographer like oh maybe wes could take the photos mm-hmm. and i'm like no i want wes to be at the wedding mm-hmm. like yeah. <laughs> like i want wes yeah. to be to focus there and, yeah and like i i wouldn't want anybody uh, of course like wes is our favorite photographer mm-hmm. is an incredible does incredible work but i'm like i don't want to make any of the people who i would invite to the wedding like my friends work. to work mm-hmm. so like yeah. even like our friend aaron claire who does mm-hmm. my makeup like mm-hmm. i wouldn't want someone to be doing makeup if they're yeah. at the wedding yeah you know 100 percent. for yep. example yeah for sure but I'm yeah we're gonna we're gonna coordinate it ourselves. Are you gonna get a a full on TBD? I, I think I'm I think like I'm just planner? gonna do like it a like a whole planner? whole planner. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm just gonna do it. I know there's also options for like month of yeah planners, that might be which I think would make sense because then you could like disseminate the information mm-hmm. to them they kind and, like, of stick the landing for everything, tape up mm-hmm. any loose ends and yeah. stuff like that. Which I think actually a good idea is not bad, especially if you are somewhat savvy at planning things, which yeah. it seems like you are. Yeah, and yeah, you are too. We both have the experience. That's why I'm like I'm yeah. not as overwhelmed as maybe some other people are yeah when they first are like oh god this wedding i'm like well you're like it's just a production we've had to do it before it's amazing how much being a producer translates to other jobs yeah and you doing freaking rtx rtx yeah i did rtx for a few years so i know how to like mm. coordinate an event Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) which panel is gonna be i play (laughs) video games (laughs) yay but you do it so well you do so well and you're so pretty how can i make this a play Mm-hmm. Let's let's uh, let's get to one question before okay. we wrap yes. up. Yeah. I know it's going a little long today. No, it's all. But we're, this we're question chatting. directly talks about something we actually kind of briefed on. The bustling holiday season is here, and if you're anything like me, this is the time of the year when taking the time to prepare nice, nutritious meals for myself tends to fall by the wayside. Well, thankfully, Factor, which happens to be America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, could help you fuel up fast with the chef-prepared, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. And Factor meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. You could choose from over 35 meal options every week that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. Whether it's calorie smart, vegan and veggie, protein plus, and more wholesome options. I love their apple cinnamon pancakes. Those are amazing. You should definitely check those out. And the smoothies are fantastic. I just had a mango one right before the show. Delicious. Tons of options. So this December, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered straight to your door. Head to factormeals.com slash open50 and use the code open50 to get 50% off. That's code open50 at factormeals.com slash open50 to get 50% off. Enjoy. Websites nowadays are full of third-party trackers that analyze your traffic to find out what you do online. The truth is that what you do online is your business. And that's why picking a VPN that will keep your browsing private is crucial. Luckily, NordVPN is the fastest VPN on the market that defends you from everyday online cyber threats like malware and trackers before they could harm your devices. NordVPN has over 5,800 servers in 60 countries, and you could connect up to six devices with a single click to keep all of your devices safe when you're browsing the web. And unlike other VPNs on the market, NordVPN has a no logs policy, meaning they don't store your browsing data and sell it for profit. So grab the exclusive NordVPN deal, nordvpn.com slash always open and get extra subscription time. Try it risk-free now with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Thank you, NordVPN, for sponsoring our show. So this reads, I'm a 31-year-old female dating a 30-year-old male. We have been dating about a year and a half, and this is technically both of our first relationships. I have wanted kids since I was 15, and I would like to have more than one kid, but I feel like my biological clock is running out. I have issues in the menstruation department that will make having kids a difficult and lengthy process. I'm ready to move on to the next step with my boyfriend, but he is very hesitant and has asked for more time. He said that he could see a future together, but that he wants to enjoy our time together now before things get serious. When I was upset that it sounded like he didn't think we were in a serious relationship already, he tried to clarify that that wasn't what he meant. 
He usually goes back to the fact that he is supporting his mother, who doesn't seem to be trying to live on her own at all. He doesn't have any close relationships with her at all and actually barely interacts with her, but feels an obligation to take care of her. I worry that he is using that as an excuse, and my fear is that he will continue to contemplate for a long time only to decide he doesn't want marriage, which means I would not only lose him, but also my ability to have children. I'm not sure what he needs from me to be sure, if that makes sense. I'm trying to be patient because I love him and I want to be, and I want him to be the man in my life, but I am not sure what to do. I know that I could adopt when I'm too old to have kids, but I also want to be able to be physically present with my kids and don't want to be an older mother who can't play with them. He knows my thoughts and fears about this, but I am terrified. Ooh. That is a rough situation. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, there's layers. There's layers. Yeah, there's layers, sure. and it's a tough one to answer without, you know, stepping in it, kind of. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think one thing I, I, I'll say, and I think I would really like to hear your guys' mm-hmm. thoughts because um, it is more focused on her situation. But like a year and a half is a, is a good length of time to really feel out the relationship that you're in. I feel like any time that I've crossed a year and a half in a relationship, it's either been like, it's like there's a mental check-in where you're like, is this a, the person that I can see myself going mm-hmm. longer term with or is it like, mm-hmm. or not? Especially at age 31, where you're a little older, yeah. you kind of know what you want more mm-hmm. than Definitely. your 20s. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just cut to the chase um, because I'm removed from the situation. And so I can maybe be the blunt question in the room for for them. But like the guy needs to be very forthcoming. There needs to be honesty here. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, pussyfoot around on if this is something that you're going to want. But also he then, you need to, I think, respect the fact that like if he's not ready now and then this is going to be because of your biological situation, a lengthy process for for a child to come to fruition. By the end of that process, maybe he will be ready for it. And that's something that he's going to have to almost trust fall into. Mm-hmm. Um, but but really, like, some honesty needs to be had. And, and yes, there's something going on with the mom and supporting that, but that can't be the only thing because then she's left to extrapolate out a future where, like, okay, that still is the thing. Right. I, I need to make a rash decision now, even though I have really strong feelings for you this could be the end of a, uh, a family life that I'm looking for. So well, it's, it's also possible he doesn't want kids and right. doesn't know how to tell her that. Right. And that is, I sympathize, and a, valid... a very difficult truth to to have with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're not on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I 100% agree with you on the honesty because this is somebody else's life. And I've I've heard men regret the fact that they took away a past ex's uh childbearing years because they just didn't tell them sooner that they didn't want to be with them. And now like that time has passed um, and they re- deeply regret that. Um, there are other options to if, if you do have this honest conversation where if he eventually says, yes, I do want to be with you. I want to marry you and have kids. I just can't right now merely because I have to finish taking care of my mom and figure out that situation slash I want to see this further, whatever it is. There are other like medical options such as like freezing your eggs Mm -hmm. um, if that is an option um, that has worked for many other people. And then, um, yeah, just having that honest conversation and making a decision for yourself too. Like, do you want to sit around and wait too? Right, right. Mm -hmm. Because maybe, um, you know, sperm donor Mm -hmm. could always be a thing Mm -hmm. if you really want to have kids and you don't want to wait for them. Yeah. Or, and obviously that's a very extreme, you know, yeah. solution yeah. if you just want to have them on your own. And that's assuming, I, I imagine, that they have broken apart, right? You wouldn't want yeah. to, like, have someone I know else's. we're together and you don't want to have kids, so I just kind of yeah. handled this that's my own That's more way, if you, you end know? up not together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, and not to, like, play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. a year and a half is not a huge amount of time to sure. have been with someone to... 100%. And, like, everyone's different. Everyone, every relationship is different. Like, some people know after a few weeks or months of dating someone, like, this is my person. I want to have a family with them. Mm-hmm. Cool. But year and a half in the grand scheme of things is pretty short in terms of, like, determining if this is my person, if I want to have a, a child with them. I didn't know and, a year and a half in. I don't know if you guys knew. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew he was my person probably after two weeks of dating. But Oh, okay. Oh, I love it. But, like, in terms of, like... Yeah choosing to have kids I think is like a whole nother decision yeah. yeah and if it's something that he hasn't really thought a lot about or like is still kind of figuring out his own life and what he wants out of life I get it and I will say like I understand the biological clock thing like I'm 34 and it's like 
time's a ticking. Yep. And you can't stop it. Yep. You're 31. That gives you probably a good 10 years before it gets to be like more of a risky mm-hmm. situation. But mm-hmm. you have at least 10 years mm-hmm. to like really think about it and decide. So I, I wouldn't put that kind of pressure on yourself quite yet. Maybe if not to put any pressure on the relationship either, but maybe it's like, okay, within like the next like year or two, if we haven't like progressed or anything like that, or no decision has been made, like right. maybe if you're zero degrees away from where you are now. Yeah. A tough truth needs to be had or yeah. a tough decision needs to be made probably. Yeah. yeah. And, and also like you also, it's up to you to determine what is most important in your life. If you're yeah. like, I want a kid more than anything. Mm-hmm. And if this person doesn't want to have that with me or give that to me or whatever it is, then maybe it's time to find someone else. And yeah, it's really sad because I can't imagine being in that situation. Yeah. In my opinion, like I would choose Trevor over anything. Yep. Like if I really wanted to have kids and he didn't, I would choose not to. Okay. Or vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Um, I think like if one parent really wants to have kids and the other doesn't. Yeah. You don't have kids. Yeah. Yeah unfortunately like that's mm-hmm. just like you should it's never have those... kids together with a half of the party that doesn't want them right because then animosity can spiral and then then you end up in really precarious positions as a family and i don't know i'll let you extrapolate that those potential hypotheticals but it, it, it creates a tense household right yeah and that's but, not yeah. fair to anybody but so yeah if it is like the most important thing that you want to do of like i want i need to have kids then you should be able to do that, but it's probably not going to be with that person. Not going to be with that person. My yeah. best, not one of my really good friends. She was dating a guy for seven years, and they wow. had had. She had always said that she wanted kids, and he was like, "Oh, you know, like maybe." And they were not necessarily in a honeymoon phase, but when the time came of like, okay, are we going to get married and really do this? He finally was like, "I don't, I don't want kids," mm. and she's like. Okay, well, I do, and they like they, they were gonna they were going to get married, yeah. and they have now broken up because wow. they, she it's like her priority was like, do you want to marry? Do you love him enough? I don't love him enough. It's like, what are your priorities? Well, do you want two a kid? Very high priorities. They really right? are. Like, right. it's not putting anyone down. Yeah. It's like, it's just, but, but you have to choose, have choose. What is, what's more important in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. to be frank. Um, so, so uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think if it's hard, you, please don't, you know, beat yourself up for this is a very difficult spot that you're in and give right. yourself some grace too, yes. because yeah. but also, it's tough. Also, give yourself some time. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. biological clocks ticking. And if you want to have multiple kids, it's obviously better to start sooner mm-hmm. so that you could have them as healthily and safely as possible. But you still have time. And I think like if you really feel this person is the one for you and that like you want to make sure it's it's right and that this is the person to do it with, like. Give it some time and and allow him to also like be ready for that because mm-hmm. if you're gonna have kids with someone, you want them to be ready. Yeah. Oh, yep. oh boy. Mm-hmm. Although that being said, I have heard like there's no right time. There's no ready. Yeah. yeah. Just, so I guess in that case, it's like you know he doesn't need to come to a de- decision like yes or no for sure because that might not ever sink in for anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this guy and I think everybody maybe needs to you know not determine in this moment yes or no, but. Do you ever see yourself getting to that spot? Do you think that is something you could see yourself yeah. doing is having kids? Yeah. And if that's the case, and this is what he he says to her, then then maybe it's like, okay, well, let's start figuring out when that might be, but no pressure right now. Yeah. yeah. But if it is something where like, there, there could be a percentage chance where he goes, I, d- I just don't know if I can see myself getting there. Then maybe that's a... Then, then that's, that's going to have to be the then answer. Then that's when a decision yeah. that she'll have to make comes to fruition. Yeah. But I will say, and Barbara, you and I talked about this the other day, like just as every now and then we reaffirm one another and like we do like little check-ins to mm-hmm. make sure we're all good and mm-hmm. we're just like very open and honest with each other. But mm-hmm. um, I think one thing that I hope a lot of people know or, or learn at some point, and I hope I can help here is like a, a tough truth now is, is worth having. You yep. need to do like it because it will only get worse and mm-hmm. it will only grow into a bigger and bigger prob- like problem. I don't know, like whatever the pain you think this this current truth is that you're facing and not willing to confront perhaps, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying yep. to assume, but in this seven-year relationship, him going, well, I don't know, yep. is could be skirting the, the harsh truth of no, I know she wants a yes, but I'm a no. So I'll just say, I don't know, because that's easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm leads into another year of it another oh. year of it until seven years yeah. again whenever that might have like seven years of mm-hmm. 
man, this is a really painful yeah. spot rather than if yep. I just had the uncomfortable moment earlier. I think you if know? you if you see yourself entering a, a serious relationship, like if you've been dating someone and you're like, okay, this is like a thing, I think that's just, that's the time to have the conversation. Yeah. Because I think like the longer you're with someone and the more attached you get and the more like, yeah, yep, it, yeah. it gets, it makes harder, it makes it harder to make those yeah. decisions if, you know. You brought up a good point it. because like I, in the very maybe in the first two to three years I started telling Devin because he in the beginning was like, yeah, I want kids. But then I was like, I don't know if I do. And I just want to put that out there. And then I, over the years would send him like articles I would find from other women as to why they're not having kids Mm -hmm. and kind of educating him on the broader, that perspective. And he started to really understand. And finally he's now at a point where he's like, I understand. And I I'm okay with that. And then one day I was just like, well, what if I would want them? He's like, what? He's like, I've already, I've already understood in process that you don't. I'm like, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But again, like at, at any point, anything could happen. I think we're not like a definite no, but it is just like making sure to have these constant check-ins, like you said, sure. are extremely important. Well, yeah. And also, let me like, the stakes don't have to be so high either. Not to get away from this uh, situation, but it could also be like, again, just for the sake of, this is an amazing podcast at Hope to impress upon people the lessons you learn the hard way. But like, mm-hmm. even if it's something, the way your partner folds the shirts, or if your partner leaves the door open to the bathroom and the light comes in, whatever the thing is. Or if you pee in a cave like me. If you pee in a cave, well, that's what? not a problem. What? I don't, sometimes I don't turn on the bathroom light and Trevor's going, are you peeing in the dark? And I I'm call like, her my little cave dweller, but like, well, that's not a problem. <laughs> I thought uh, you would like, go in the garage and but get I think, this. <laughs> but like, I think everyone no. has, like the, everyone listening at home can kind of go like, oh yeah, there is like this one like small yeah. thing that yeah. bothers me. Well. There's there's some things that you can be mature about and just kind of move past and then like it never bothers you again. But there's some things that are like handshake deals between partners that like, well, the way you kind of like this, like sometimes you just need to confront that and be honest mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. because otherwise it could build into animosity that could oh, really yeah. rattle the foundations yep. of a relationship. And so like, again, it doesn't have to be having kids, a big thing like that. It could be silly little like, mundane hey, you never put day. your dishes away. Right. Mm-hmm. It like, builds right. up over time. Because yeah. then, then you think about it every time and it eats away at you. And then, mm-hmm. like, then suddenly it's a big blow up or whatever happens. Yep. And it, and it could have just been like, hey, do you mind like uh, doing this? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, and you go, oh, wow. It didn't hurt anyone's and feelings. Cool. Hopefully, in a healthy relationship, people will not take it as a personal attack. Right. Yeah. And that's the yes. other, okay. that's the, the back and forth you hope to have in yeah. a healthy relationship. To make my partner happy, they would like me to help with this. And, you know, I, I could be putting more effort into that. So, yeah. Yes. But, but also, but I don't the, think the kids thing is a thing that you should do just to make someone happy. Either. Oh my gosh. Oh, no, no, definitely not. That is a completely different. No, no, no. Yeah. Nope. Yep. You That's gotta something be you need to want. Honesty yeah. again. Because they're not asking to be born. And I know there's a lot of, exactly. There's yeah. a lot of situations I where was, people are like. I was a knocking. <laughs> Mommy. Mommy, daddy. <laughs> there's a lot of people also who say like, I didn't want to have kids until I had one. And then I was like, I, my, this is my whole life now. And like, I can never imagine my, scenario which exists, I, I get, know? I totally get that. Like, of course, yeah. if you have a kid and it, like the same, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Like if we ever decided to have a kid, we would fucking love that kid. And sure. it would be our whole life. I'm sure. It would but be also the like, priority. but also we like our lifestyle right now. And we like the way things are now. And like, you never know how that could change right. when you sure. make a big decision like yeah. that. So Again, I I don't know if this is helping the question more, but I think it's I think it's we're t- giving a lot of information and giving different perspectives. I think it will help in some yeah. way. The, the unfortunate um, thing with with this type of question is it's um it's not loaded, but it's incredibly nuanced. It and is. so all and we can try to do personal. is is offer perspective mm-hmm. and um and hope it helps um, yeah. because it's definitely going to rely on a lot of honest conversations and and feeling yourself and your partner and your world out mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that there are medical options again, like even because yeah, I think they mentioned that there there might be some things that they might not uh, that is harder for them to get pregnant, and like there's IVF that has worked for a ton of different people. My sister's going through it right now as well, and oh, wow. um, yeah, it's just you know there are options to help yeah. just in case. I also know? will say, and it will sound maybe a little silly, but it's something I think about a lot more now is. Um, you know, one of the concerns is like staying mobile and being active with your kids. And mm-hmm. I've heard that as long as I've 
been around relationships thinking about kids is like yeah you do it like you don't want to have kids too late on because you want to be able to be active with them and that's totally fair mm -hmm. i will say one thing that can help with that aspect mm -hmm. again you know ignoring everything else for a second is is mobility yep. exercising yep. stay staying active in a way yeah. yeah walking a lot getting your steps in is silly but like stretching yeah, every morning and night like yeah a lot of that stuff will will keep you physically young as well mm -hmm. so you can mm -hmm. keep up with kids with tumbling around you know <laughs> so yeah. You're not like, I don't want anyone to feel helpless in a situation that can feel helpless. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot to consider. I really yep. appreciate you mentioning like mm -hmm. the, the medical services too, because mm -hmm. like there is a lot uh, yeah. of, of options too. Yeah. So well, wonderful. Well, thank you guys for your input. Yeah. That's great. And thank you for your Thanks question. For the question. Yeah. yeah. Um, as mentioned, you might've seen at the top of the show, this is our second to last episode of Always Open. We will be wrapping things up at the end of the year. So next week will be our finale episode. We have some special guests that I think you guys will enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, but Trevor, where could people find the stuff you do? You want to plug any podcasts sure. or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, I have Red Web, a show about mysteries, unsolved, true crime, uh, supernatural. If you like ghosts and aliens, we got a little bit of that too. Um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. I also do some improv stuff with my boys over at Dog Bark on YouTube and also on social media. So yeah, come okay. hang out. And Jessica, where can people find you? Some yeah. stuff you're working on? Yeah, 30 more minutes. Trevor has once called it the sister podcast to yes. Red Web. This is my yeah. sister podcast I... and I'm their sister podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that I host with Elise Williams of Fun House. Um, talk about all things morbid, dark, macabre, you know, grisly, bump in the night type so stuff. And um, we're also up in our social game. We're making some weird TikToks. We're going to start hopping on some TikTok trends. So check us out there. And what's your uh, social handle? At 30 More Minutes on both minutes. Instagram and TikTok. But yeah, podcasts, uh, anywhere you listen to your podcast, we're there every week now. Wonderful. Ooh, every nice. week. So Wonderful. we're, yeah, we're having, and we have some really cute merch also. You, do. you guys do. You, you guys merch. I like our merch ass. at the Rooster Tea store. Yeah, yeah. it's Absolutely. cute. It's and awesome. then uh, you guys have probably heard me mention it before, but I'll be doing more work with Stinky Dragon, Tales from the Stinky Dragon, which is our D&D &D yes. podcast. We do uh, a really fun show that we are really proud of uh, every week. So find us at Stinky Dragon Pod on social and stinkydragonpod.com. And also for all of us here at Rooster Teeth, you know, obviously um, you guys are what keep us going and are the people who are the reason we have the ability to do what we do. But the thing that really helps us is first membership. So if you go to roosterteeth.com or even stinkydragonpod.com slash first, mm -hmm. or I'm sure you guys have... Plug your stuff. Okay. It's your um, show. Mm -hmm. Get it, baby. So yeah, go check out first um, because that really is the best way to support what we do and gives us the ability to continue to do that stuff. Yeah. Um, obviously, times are really tough these days in the industry and in media and content creation. So we really do rely on people like you guys supporting us. So do check that out if you have a chance to. Um, we really appreciate it. But mm -hmm. Trevor, yeah. Jessica, my Barbara, uh, my Jessica, Barbers. my Twebel, my fiance. Fiance. Uh, thank you guys fiance. for joining us today. Thank you. And thank you guys for being here. And we will see you for our finale next week. Okay.